This week on Inside Motorsport, we speak to a young driver who's setting his sights on Formula One. I hope you'll stay with us. Well, we often talk about young drivers who are looking to set themselves on the path to Formula One. And today we're joined by Hugh Barter, who is one of those youngsters doing that. At 13 and a half years old, Hugh, you have got a remarkable number of races under your belt already. Yeah, we're racing the national um, national championships and uh, race exposure. Uh, we won the first round of the nationals and um, about two weekends ago we drove set titles and won that. So yeah, definitely this year has been doing pretty well and the past uh, few years have won multiple state championships so it's definitely going very well. How did you start on your karting or motor racing journey? Uh, so about when I was about three years old, uh, my dad took me to Phillip Island and uh, he, I, I begged him to get on the simulator and because uh, I wasn't tall enough, he did the pedals while I steered. Uh-huh. And, um, and so he... We got like into a few laps in, and and I was very, I was extremely good for like my for my age, and um, people kept walking up, and then when I got out of the simulator, a whole bunch of people started giving me their stuff they bought over the weekend because it was it was very impressive according to them, <laughs> um, and then uh, he bought me a go kart when I was about five years old, and I started at Stony Creek, and it's just gone from there to where I am now. So you live in the Melbourne CBD or you live out of Melbourne? Uh, I live out of Melbourne. Um, oh, I do live in Melbourne. I live at uh, Hughesdale. Okay, so where's the closest karting track to you? Uh, Oakley. Oh, that's a long-established track in karting in Australia, isn't it? Yeah, 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 definitely. So when was your first competitive race? Uh, hmm, that's a hard one. I guess state titles for the first time uh, in 2013, I think it was, or 2004, 2013, I think it was. Oh, you know, compared to some of the drivers there that had um, many years of experience compared to me, uh, I did pretty well. I think I got like 10th or something like that. I was happy with it enough, so I thought that was a good experience and, you know, it's taught me a fair bit. And you've been running not only your local track but state championships and national events now for the last few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not only just state and national, we've been running international as well. Um, in 2016, we got invited to go to the World Championships uh, in Italy for Rotax Pro Tour. Uh, we were quickest in the wet and dry uh, through the, uh, all the practice sessions and uh, we ended up finishing the weekend in eight. We were in second in the final, but unfortunately we had a bit of an engine problem, so that uh, put us back to eighth. So this year you mentioned that you're running the Australian Championships in KA3 and KA4, and with some success as well. But uh, you're also heading off again for the Pro Tour up in Ipswich. Yeah, yes. Uh, so the Pro Tour, once again, um, uh, gives you an invitation if you come first, second or third in the class and to go to represent Australia at the World Championships in Italy again. So, uh, well, how's your Italian? Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not the greatest. I can probably order that pizza and that's about it. <laughs> What's your motor racing career ambition? So I want to really get to Formula One. Um, like, any really motorsport is good, um, but uh, ultimately, F1 is where I want to be. 
So you've started racing around the age of six and a half, I imagine it was, and between 2013 and now, it has taken a, a lot of time and effort, and you've picked up a, a lot of companies that are willing to support you along the way, and I, I imagine that's quite a responsibility for a youngster like yourself to be representing companies. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, a, a responsibility and uh, you have to make sure that you're giving them results and you're also, you know, representing their their company and, you know, making them look good. But, you know, that's that's part of my responsibility and in, re- in return, you know, I, I give them, you know, uh, promotion and they can support me to my racing dreams. Now, do you remember your very first sponsor? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do, I do, yes. Who was that and how did they come on board? Uh, so probably our biggest major sponsor uh, at first was um, Up and Go and uh, they've been sponsoring uh, myself for a while now, um, probably since I was eight or seven and around there, um, ever since we got into like major like national and state level and travelling around Australia, we've needed that bit of that extra support to get where we are now. Up and Go is uh, a tyre company, a uh, tyre repair kit company. So when you have like a puncture in your tyre, you just fill, fill, fill it up with this thing called Up and Go and um, you it like seals off the leak in your tyre and then you can drive to the next town and um, repair your tyre. And how many other sponsors are currently part of your racing program? Uh, we have a fair bit. We have like Penrite, um, Up and Go, uh, Praga, uh, Praga International. Uh, we we have um, a lot, but you know, uh, you, we need more sponsors still. Um, and any any anything's really good, but definitely uh, we need some extra money to get um, further on in karting and up into Formula One. What is your next immediate goal out of karting? What class are you and your father and, and your team all aiming for and what's that timeline look like? Uh, we want to win the Nationals this year and uh, win the Rotax Pro Tour and make it over to the World Titles again. Um, but further on in the future, we want to get to um, cars like maybe in two years or something like that. Or even get get over to Europe and get our like name embedded in the, that racing racing area, so we can get invited or something like that. Who's your motor racing hero? Um, my motor racing hero is probably Anton Senna. You know, he he was like a massive um, effect on the motor racing uh, society, and that he's he like he's ever he changed the sport massively because of his talent, and everybody was change their driving you know to just suit to just try and beat him so I thought it was um really good inspiration for me and um so I followed him I've I've followed him but obviously he's he passed away due to a big incident so anyways it's all part of motor racing unfortunately yeah 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 well, Hugh, we're looking forward to seeing how you progress this year and uh, all the best in your endeavours for both a national title and to become once again part of Team Australia at the Rotec World Finals in Italy. Thank you. So Chris Barter is Hugh's father. He joins us now. And, and Chris, we've 
just spoken to Hugh, who's a very impressive young man for 13 and a half, and congratulations <laughs> to yourself for that. But uh, Thank can, you. can you let us in on how many races do you think he's done since he started at the age of, what, six and a half? Uh, look, some of the years he's been doing 26 in a year, um, and then uh, some with half that. So if you did the, uh, the sums, it's anywhere, well, I'd say 150, 160. This year? And this year, this year he'll do probably 14 or 15, um, and that's at a national level. So you're talking, uh, looking at five for the uh, nationals, you're looking at six for the Rotax Pro Tour, He's already done one um, for the state uh, series, which he won and almost uh, won two state titles that weekend. Um, and then the, if we can get to the Rotax uh, Worlds, there's another race there and there's a couple other uh, one-off events that will just depend on funding and, uh, and availability of uh, his mechanic and all the other support crew. Karting is, by motorsports standards, extremely cheap. But compared to buying a fair pair of socks, football boots, shin guards, and a mouth guard, it's uh, not quite as cheap as uh, perhaps the ball sports are. Yes. Look, uh, depending on how the year goes, you can spend anywhere from sixty dollars to $70,000 in a year. And that's doing the majority of the work all in-house. Correct, yeah. So the question then comes, how do you manage to fund his racing dream? With uh, very generous sponsorship from uh, Australian companies and people that uh, can see Hugh is, um, I suppose, passionate and uh, and he just never gives up and... uh, we're pretty lucky. Anyone that sort of has joined you in the journey, I suppose, has never actually pulled out. They're all stayed there with him, and uh, they just believe in Hugh and believe in the dream and are along for the ride. And uh, part of my job is to find more people to help him, and uh, that's what I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> a part-time job is selling my son. How many hours do you reckon you put into Hugh's racing career? Per week? Yeah. Uh, a bit over 20 hours a week. I was envisaging a lot more. Well, it depends. I mean, you send all the emails, all the conversations, um, the uh, the uh, phone calls. And so there's, I mean, there's a lot of hours, but I mean, what do you, I mean, why are you on for somebody or making up a template or making up a, the, the, the new uh, magazine that we did. So there's all sorts of stuff. So it's hard to suppose, quantify everything. And I've got a full-time job as well. <laughs> well, that's why I was wondering if it was rivaling, the part-time job was rivaling the full-time job in the uh, amount of hours and effort. Look, it's, it's always a juggle uh, between my wife. And Hugh does a lot himself. Um, so he's... Uh, on top of a lot of it, and um, with the, the social media, he's um, contacting people and um, and getting back to people as well. Mm. So he helps a lot with that. So now, that's his dream. Hugh mentioned that you took him to Phillip Island. 
where did Correct. your love of motorsport come from? Because you don't just wander down to Phillip Island to see car racing when you're visiting the Penguins. <laughs> well, his grandparents were here from Japan, and I didn't want to go and see the Penguins or the, the chocolate factory. And so we uh, uh, took his grandfather and my, myself and Hugh off to Phillip Island for that, the V8 weekend there. And uh, he just loved it. His eyes lit up. And... Um, and that, and I'd taken him to um, the v, uh, Formula One the year before uh, when we had arrived. So he's just, he's always had a passion for uh, motorsport. Where was your interest peaked from? Was your family My, in motor racing or you just no, watched it? I was a tennis player. I was a, um, I went to the state championship as a tennis player and I had no interest. This is uh, driven by him. I, I mean, I like watching F1 and watching the V8, but that was all. I've never raced. Um, I, I had a go-kart years and years ago, but never actually raced it. It was just hitting uh, giggles with a couple of mates. That was all. So the nuances of karting, of course, are quite technical, and this is part Correct. of having a mechanic and, and having a support team around you because you're not necessarily the go-to guy on the spanners. No, not at all. I'm actually not allowed to touch the go-kart. So uh, his mechanic's been um, mechanicing for Hugh since Hugh was five. Um, and uh, his mother is also on the tools and with uh, collecting all the data and writing everything down. So we've basically got for the last four or five years, every practice session, every race is in a, a book so that we can go back and look at it and... Uh, Basically, all right, we did it this time last year or we did this last week so we know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I help with the data, with the uh, the actual data from the, um, the micron from the go-kart, but I don't touch the tools. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. <laughs> well, Chris, we look forward to seeing how Hugh progresses over the next few years and when you're saying sixty, seventy thousand dollars at the moment to uh, keep him on the track, that doubles and triples for the next couple of steps in uh, a motor racing Correct. desire to go to Formula One. Correct. How are you making those plans now? Uh, we've just basically—I mean, we had some a meeting on the, uh, yesterday with possible sponsor that um, is interested in helping Hugh go further. But it's, I mean, you just have to keep contacting people and just never give up. And uh, this is, I mean, for one of the reasons why Hugh just keeps going is because he just never gives up in his racing and uh, and looking for new sponsors. And you just have to meet and greet people and, and find out the people that want to help him or who can help him because there's lots of people that want to help but just don't have the funds. So. Well, Chris, we wish you all the best. It's going to be a very, very busy period finishing off this year and then heading on and all going well over to Italy once again. I hope so. Fingers crossed. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.